0: It just seems like I have a, a speech impediment.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you Werewolf Tribal? <laughs> Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I am Adam Smith.
1: And I'm Larry Smith.
0: Don't worry, we're delayed. We are so delayed. <laughs> no, <we're cousins. laughs> I'm just like counting. One, two, all right, Lowry's answering. Well, the funny thing is is I'm like, is he answering or is there static? And I didn't even hear him respond, so I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, You may have noticed that uh, we did not... Do a song this week for the very first time. Episode one hundred and eleven is our first no song week.
1: It's totally because we're going to talk about so many cards from the new commander set that we just don't have time for the
0: song. <laughs> it, even it, it's so new to us that originally we were teasing like on Twitter that hey we're going to be doing you know uh, what is it most underplayed not underplayed underrated sure. yeah uh, planeswalkers but then they dropped the entire commander set. 2020 on us so we're going to go that's all we're doing this week so we're not really going to do much more that's our
1: christmas so we want to give do it justice for sure Try.
0: we even did a little bit of it earlier this week with our discord we kind of did a live thing going over the cards for the week and really only went over what was it the five planes or the five uh, commanders
1: I haven't really looked at anything beyond that other than what's been posted in our discord and or twitter
0: yeah so So. some of this will be new as we're going through it (laughs) we're just like oh shit this
1: is a good card
0: or we may sit there and think and be like (laughs) I don't know we may do the stupid thing and say no this is really bad and then get comments later that it's actually really good because we're seeing some of this for the first time (laughs) Um, but before we get into that, we have a couple people to thank. We have two new patrons this week. I think is this is for Mark no, and gonna, Mark. Mark and Mar- Marky Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it? Mark Ar- Arneson and Mark Bray. Marcus oh. actually one is Marcus uh Arneson and the other one's Mark Bray. He's um, gonna
1: get shortened to Mark.
0: Marky Mark sounds better. <laughs> thank you guys for being our patron patrons uh did they get into the discord
1: already uh one of the marks did
0: nice so yeah if you're one dollar
1: both marks, both marks are in They're both
0: good. marks are in sweet i believe so yeah uh if you're a one dollar patron or higher you get into the discord and the discord's been kind of crazy active we actually have been doing uh some playing actually you've played some games with people what via your camera uh, your yeah, re- I- webcam
1: Mr. Bash uh, set us up with a game last week, and then I played with another friend through Skype. And then you're playing through Cockatrice. Right? Yeah,
0: Cockatrice I just found out about, but you've heard of Cockatrice before, and so I can't, I brought it up. I too. played it
1: back. I played it back during Scars and Mirrodin back yeah. in the day. And you said at that point they didn't have
0: like <laughs> pictures or anything like that.
1: Not that I remember. Yeah,
0: so this has pictures. It works pretty slick. Um, it's old school though. I mean, it feels old school. It feels like a '90s computer game uh, maybe not 90s maybe like early 2000s or something like that so it's like but once you get the hang of it it's all right click so everything that you do you can right click and put counters on it you can change your creature power and toughness you can give people creatures and whatever so it's it's kind of pretty sweet once you get a hang of it and so we played a couple games on there and you just the cool thing is if you already have your deck on like um tapped out like we do all i was able to do is just Copy that. There's a copy to clipboard, and you just post paste it in there. You have to delete the set that it's from, but that's it, and then your deck's all mm-hmm. ready to go. So we got a couple nice. games in the other night, and that was pretty fun. So, um, nice. but yeah, so that's what we've been doing on our quarantine. We're trying to figure out how to play Magic still. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be really like weird. The
1: addicts we are. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know the weirdest thing is, is you're having a baby soon, and I kind of was texting you this week. Or today, I should say. It, it's going to be weird because I probably won't meet your baby in person for like months. The way things are going. It's just.
1: It's very practical and probable. Yeah.
0: It's going to be really weird. <laughs> well, our family did a cool thing with Zoom. Was uh, We just did on Sunday as everybody kind of got on there and
1: um your family yeah yeah
0: our smith family so not just my family is uh lowry's family lowry was working so i got to see his son and wife and everybody was on there so it was kind of sweet so we're kind of doing a weekly thing with our family doing that Um, yeah so uh, uh what what beer are you drinking oh yeah so i actually did this one as a sharing with adam this weekend when we were at our house we slept at our house for the first time it's not done we have sheetrock up and we were able to sleep there with heat but it's uh called road rash raspberry lemon uh it's a sociable cider works i don't know where Mm -hmm. this is from
1: they they do good stuff from my understanding yeah
0: this is pretty delicious it i can't have more than maybe one or two of them because it feels like it's a little heartburny in the can but it's pretty delicious i (laughs) i think i still like the sours that you got me into better but this is a good a good uh raspberry beer what do yeah, you drink? I, I
1: prefer sours. Stiders tend to give me like gut rot. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm gonna do my last, uh, not sharing with Adam, and it's from the Brewing Project again, which is a strawberry resist milkshake. Wait, 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 IP. wait, wait,
0: wait! Back it up. It's your last not sharing with me. You're not gonna do it anymore.
1: No, oh, just from this last week. Oh, my last, my last one that I did.
0: Damn it! I thought you were. I thought you were. You were ending this. Like you were like, oh, okay. We didn't do a song this week, so now I am ending the not sharing with Adam, and I'm going to start sharing with Adam. No, that's still
1: uh, going. I, I enjoy kind of half-ass torturing you. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I don't mind it when you do it. I just I don't like it that everybody starts jumping on board because <laughs> then I just feel left out, and I just want everybody to share. Oh, oh very nice.
1: <laughs> that's great. And they're great suggestions. So keep, keep not sharing with Adam.
0: <laughs> uh, so that's one thing you can do on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us there. That's where you see our, well, you can see that we're going to be a, a day late this week. We both were pretty busy this past weekend. Uh, so we just kind of moved things back. So you'll get, if you go on there, that's who you'll see, interact with us and see if we were going to be late or ask us questions or anything like that. Uh, You can also find what proxy of the week there. And then if you really want to, you can become a patron and you can get cards from the proxy of the week stuff. Uh, The discord has just been crazy. Larry got that shit set up and it's been awesome.
1: Popping, popping, (laughs) popping.
0: The phone just blows up and I'm like, okay, I have to mute this. I'm trying to work, but I I
1: had to mute it when I was working this weekend. (laughs) I was like, I can't, i'm gonna be looking at all these cards i gotta get shit done
0: it's very tempting because all of a sudden you just get a little notification and it's like oh well i'll just answer this I'll, or i'll just <laughs> do a comment here and then all of a sudden you're an hour and a half later and it's like well fuck i didn't get anything done because everybody's chatting chatty kathy's mm-hmm. youtube You can
1: always email us youtube
0: youtube's free way to support us uh, i think we're about to break 200 people on youtube which uh, is sweet the goal is to get to a thousand so We're one fifth of the way there almost. I'm checking. I'm updating it as we speak.
1: Yes. That is. Oh, I thought you were not checking my math. (laughs) (laughs) It would be one fifth. Yeah. (laughs) If we're about 200.
0: No, we're at 199. So we need one more person. Then we break that 200. But the goal is to get to a thousand. Follow us on there. Even if you guys don't listen to us on YouTube or anything like that, we're having more and more videos. So it might be a good idea anyways to subscribe there. Um, But. Even still, just go on there, subscribe, and then that's it. That's all you have to do. Should we get into the actual episode of... Let's do this. Oh, wait. Let me... I feel like that fits. Because you just want to rock out to the... Rock out with your cock out with this stuff. Oh. Right?
1: I, I don't think I ever want to do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Should we talk about... What do we have here? We have five five new decks? new decks,
1: which is nice. I like that. They've gone back to five.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then actually we have a couple, let's kind of talk about some of the new mechanics that are in this before we actually get, I think, into I
1: think, well, I think we'll hit all of them throughout the decks.
0: Well, for sure. Cause there's new mechanic stuff. Well, yeah, we can just kind of walk through and when we hit the card, then it's easier to explain like the first one. Do you want to start us off with that first deck? Um, the first, the first deck is, go ahead. Well, I was going to say the first, Set is called Enhanced Evolution. So nice. this starts with our first. Why don't you start with that one?
1: That's going to be Otrimi, the Ever Playful, which is three colorless, black, green, blue, six, six, legendary creature, nightmare beast, trample. And then we're getting into a new mechanic. Boop, boop. Mutate. So mutate is you can mutate this card for. Colorless, black, green, blue. And whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player, return target creature card with mutate from your graveyard to your hand. So. And so this... mutate's like a weird aura style card?
0: Yes. So a couple things with mutate. Um, when you cast the creature for mutate, if it's targeting a creature and that somebody responds and destroys that creature, uh, the creature that. The mutate creature just goes into play, which is kind of cool. And you had mentioned when we did our live cast thing before, with bestow does the similar thing, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: So that so and, it's very similar to mutate that. And what
1: mutate does is, you are targeting a creature, and you get to choose if it go like one card goes on top, one creature goes on top, and one creature goes on bottom. The top creature is its full self; it is a full creature. The bottom creature is giving its stats or its abilities to the top creature. That's a really good way of explaining
0: it. I like that. So it doesn't give you the power. Yeah, it doesn't give you the power and toughness, though, of that creature. It's The the
1: bottom It's just like if it has flying or vigilance or another mutate ability, um, those all would end up stacking and giving those abilities to the top creature.
0: Yeah. And then you can, like Lowry just said, um, mutate multiple times. So if you have another creature that has mutate, you can put that, and there's already a creature with a mutated creature on it. You can put the next one on, and then so on and so on. So you and then keep- both
1: of those mutates will happen. So it'll right. trigger twice. So it's almost it's also like a weird enter the battlefield going on mm-hmm. as well. So it's like ETB creature with an aura. Now, if they are fully mutated and somebody kills that creature, they both go because they are one creature Yeah. at that point.
0: So you're more Voltroning where you're just stacking your creature up and it becomes more of a target, an easier target. If they can kill that, then they wipe Mm -hmm. out everything instead of having these be multiple creatures, which you can still cast this as a creature instead of a mutate. But sure. typically, and we'll get into this as we go through, the mutate costs is a lot of times cheaper. There are times that are more expensive because of the mutate ability is normally a lot better. Um, but a lot of times we're seeing and, that they're cheaper.
1: And the reason why I kind of think of it like auras a little bit is auras are good if you're playing with like hex-proof creatures or uh, indestructible type creatures, ones that can kind of protect themselves. And then it's not like a two-for-one style. You got to work a little harder at it. And that's kind of what you get here is you can, if you're not getting card advantage out of your mutate and that creature dies, like it's a two-for-one mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Um, and so if you can protect it in some way, that's going to be much better with the, these mutate cards.
0: Yeah, for sure. So overall, what, how, uh, I guess let's get to the end of it and we'll talk about how we feel about everything. Uh, all right, I so, don't
1: know.
0: Uh, so the next card, you're going to have to help me with this, and Larry, we, we said it before when we were talking beforehand, but it's, what is it, Capri... Capricopian. Capricopian. So it's a Goat Hydra, uh, Sweet. green X, and it's zero, 0 It enters the battlefield with X-1-1 one, one counters on it. Tap 2, put a 1-1 one, one counter on it. Then you may redirect which player it is attacking. Only the player... <laughs> It is attacking, may activate this ability and only during the declare attacker step. And in parentheses, it can't attack its controller, obviously. So it's kind of crazy because <laughs> if this thing comes in huge, you're like, all right, I put yeah. this is a 7 7. And then, you know, people might <laughs> keep two mana up just to make it so that they don't get attacked. But here's the question, and I think I know the answer. Can it be changed multiple times? So if the, the person goes, "All right, uh, right, I'm attacking," let's say I'm attacking you, Lowry, and you go, "All right, well, I'm going to tap two and put in a counter on it." Now you're attacking Trombley. Can Trombley react and go, "I tap two, put a counter on it." Now it's attacking Lowry. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can yeah, switch. I believe that's
1: what happens. Yeah.
0: So people can. <laughs> you could just go. It could be but like I'm reading like,
1: it right now. I'm just like what cuz like a player can do it multiple times in a turn that's why it's not like yeah at a triggered time so it's like whenever this creature attacks you you can pay 2 and put a one on counter on it and then say that it attacks somebody else it's just like
0: i guess my my part where I, I feel it like when, and then it could be wrong if with if
1: it's attacking you you can have it attack somebody else
0: because the only part where i feel like it could be oh, put a one on counter then you may redirect blah blah blah, blah is attacking Yeah, so it's now attacking another player. So, yeah, that person could definitely pay two. So You may end up just... Yeah. (laughs) It's almost like a bidding war. Like, ah, I'm going to pay two more. And now he's bigger and he's attacking you. And the last second you change the target to the one person that wasn't involved that doesn't have any mana, and then they're screwed. Actually, that could be a way that you go back and forth. If Mm -hmm. you're playing this out, like you have a player that's open and you purposely attack, like let's say... You're not open. So I attack you. And then Trombley's like, all right, I'm going to pay you, pay two. You put it to Trombley and you guys go back and forth on purpose. And then the last <laughs> person goes, all right, now it's going towards number two. <laughs>
1: hey, number two. Well, let me do it. Hey, number one.
0: two. There we
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> This this seems and they can, it seems like it could get big really quick.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So you almost don't want to. You almost want to attack into the person with two mana and not chump blockers, and mm-hmm. then they can like redirect you to put more counters on there.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. The only thing that gets worrisome they- is that if they redirect it to get it killed, you know.
1: That... Oh, that's a really good point too. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah, this this will take some interesting thought when tip. you're attacking with this thing. All right, uh, let's move on to our next one. I believe that's on you, Lowry.
1: Boneyard Mycodrax. Two colorless and a black for a creature fungus. Uh, it's a star star. My, Boneyard Mycodrax. Power and toughness are equal to the number of other creature cards in your graveyard. Scavenge five.
0: And scavenge. What is scavenge again?
1: Uh scavenges you pay the five, exile this card, and then you get to put that many one one counters on a creature for its power. Um and so as many creatures are in there, and it'd be feeding into itself as well. You can pay five and maybe put you know five, six, seven, eight counters on a creature for the scavenge cost. Mm.
0: I like that it's a fungus. I didn't realize it was a fungus. Fungus. fungus among us uh all right let's move down oh, oh this one's pretty sweet so this one's like an ultimate like going in my yuriko deck immediately but it's what is it Yukima? Yukima! yuki ma stocking I say that. stocking shadow uh one blue black whale wolf legendary creature <laughs> whale wolf where <Wait>, wolf <laughs> no whale wolf <laughs> it's a uh, cool whip why are you saying it weird cool, cool. whip why that's how i say cool whip. <laughs> why are you putting so much emphasis on the h what are you talking about cool whip say cool say whip sorry. <laughs> sorry i'll just plug in the family guy quote right there so I well know. <laughs> yeah just cut
1: out all that and yeah the plug in and... <laughs>
0: Uh, so th- we got partners coming back, which is pretty sweet. It's still like the awesome battle thing. bond uh, partners where they battle with a specific uh, creature. Uh, but this one partners with, uh, was it Caesar Ruthless Stalker? Caesar? Is it Caesar? How would you even say that one?
1: I hate Caesar, Sazer. Sazer. Uh, Caesar. Yeah.
0: And we'll get to that one in a little bit. Caesar? But what this one Nobody does, uh, Mr. Whalewolf, Wolf, uh, can't be <laughs> blocked. And then when it leaves the battlefield, it deals X damage to target player, and you gain X life where X is its power, and it is a 2-2. So the reason why this is sweet for Yuriko is, Yuriko, you want creatures that are unblockable. and this is. Which is this. And then normally, like, my deck is built on the ETB stuff. There isn't a lot of stuff that when it leaves play, normally if it leaves, it's like talking about going to the graveyard. But this is specifically saying when it leaves the battlefield, so it doesn't have to go to the graveyard, it can be bounced, And so mm-hmm. that's what is perfect for Yuriko is you're attacking, you're jitsuing, returning the creature back to your hand. You're doing two damage. I know it's not a ton, but with that Yuriko deck, I only have like one other ninja, the one that gives lifelink to my ninjas. That's my only life source, like gaining life. So this thing is for sure going in that deck because you're doing damage. Also, Eureka does damage by flipping the top cards, so you're you're potentially doing a crap ton of damage with this card. Not with just this Totally card. on
1: theme, too. Yeah. Totally on theme.
0: What do you talking about? <laughs> the whale It's wolf? like
1: somebody's like, hey, how do we make your Yeah, they, they put whale wolf. <laughs> <laughs> They They had a child try and say werewolf and then they're like, yeah, we can make a whale wolf.
0: Werewolf. <laughs> werewolf. Uh, can you see building around, well, I would build, we'll get to the partner part, but could you see building a deck with this
1: guy by himself? Kima, um, I, I think he's like you said, perfect in Eureka. Yeah,
0: I don't think um, it would work well with. And they said things bounce, other things bouncing, but Eureka's like the perfect setup for this guy. I guess we'll see what his partner is. Maybe those two could make a a good deck together. We should actually. Why don't you jump to that one? That one's the next one.
1: Kazur, ruthless stalker. Uh, three colorless green for a three-three legendary creature, human warrior. Partners with Yukima. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, put a one-one counter on that creature. Well, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so it's basically getting your werewolf uh, bigger and bigger and bigger, oh, and then
1: Yukima. It should just be Yukima the werewolf, right? Werewolf. Yeah.
0: <laughs> werewolf. <Whale> <laughs> I don't know why I like saying that so much. Whale. <laughs> it just seems like I have a, a speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> why are you playing with... Are you werewolf tribal? <laughs> why? <are> you, <laughs> <laughs> no, I am a werewolf tribal. No, I think you're werewolf. <laughs> werewolf. <laughs> now I can not even say whale correctly. This stupid. <laughs> so in, in a deck like that, where you are using three colors here you're probably more focused on i don't know him dying instead you know
1: right? well, i mean you could just have him like a returning a creature back to the hand too but like giving Yukima with with Kazar or Kazur uh like double strike and just like put two counters uh, on him so yeah you and could... then make him bigger that could be kind of fun
0: yeah then you could really turn that into a uh a uh, Voltron thing where your whalewolf Wolf is the... You know, he can't be blocked, so you just keep pumping, putting stuff on him, like you were saying there. You can mm-hmm. get Double Strike on him. Although Double Strike, with the colors we have, there isn't a lot... I mean, you'd have to do equipment then, which, that works fine. Air shrieker, Yeah. There, there's totally enough stuff that you could do that. So that seems uh, seems interesting. I don't know if I'd build a deck with it. It doesn't... It's not too crazy because you're just really
1: this green guy doesn't really do a right. lot for me. I think he does better on his own in a going wide strategy.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cause whenever a creature you control. Yeah.
1: yeah Cause it, it'll affect anybody that does a uh, combat damage. Mm-hmm. So that seems better. Like putting this in like a track. So I think there's a place for this guy. I think there's a place for both, both of them. I just don't think they have to be together. Right.
0: I think they're in other decks. Like Yuriko is a perfect fit for whale wolf. And then like whale you said, wolf. whale wolf. <laughs> All right. Uh, next card is Tidal Barracuda, Barracuda three and a blue. Uh, it's a fish three, four. Any player may cast spells as though they had flash your opponents can't cast spells during your turn. This is pretty damn sweet. This seems like
1: pretty damn sweet.
0: You're making it so that people, everybody's hurting each other. I mean, casting stuff at instant speed, but then it on your turn, you're fine. You know, like it, (laughs) Yeah, I like this a lot. They seem to have a couple of these cards in this
1: that do that. Do they? It's awesome. Like, that you can just play everything at flash and it's so cheap. You yeah, know what for I mean? You can Oris at this, um, at four and that makes it really good. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then stopping people playing from your turn, giving you that protection is phenomenal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I dig it a lot. I, I think this is going to be a really cool card. At least it's a really cool card. Mm-hmm. I don't know how powerful it is because it, it's going to create a Havoc. lot of chaos, Yeah, <laughs> I think.
0: Havoc and chaos. No, I can see almost any blue deck could just... You could fit this right in there, you know? Because <clears throat> being able to play yeah. your stuff at Flash is pretty sweet, too. And then just having the only downfall for everybody else is on your turn, you know? So that... Oh. It, it just seems pretty damn sweet.
1: Yeah. No, this is, this is probably pretty good. I like it's it quite a bit.
0: Uh, and our next one is... Basically, our Hy- our Hydra commander. Let's read that one. So it
1: had, is the X like an X in this one, or is it like a Z, but the Z is there?
0: So you, you say...
1: Is it Zazara or Zax- Zaxara?
0: I like Zaxara. That sounds Zaxara, cool. Zaxara
1: the Exemplary. That sounds maybe yeah, right. Yeah, I like it. All right. <laughs> Colorless, black, green, blue, 2-3, Nightmare Hydra, Death Touch... Uh, taps add two mana of any one color and then whenever you cast a spell with x in your mana cost uh create a zero zero green hydra creature token then put x one one counters on it this it's is a meat force deck right
0: for sure kind of well x put create a zero zero so it's a slow meat force but they're big meat force they're big meats right. Really big seriously
1: needs. i i would put this as x spell it doesn't have to be Hydra. i probably won't even put a hydra in this
0: yeah right i mean the It'd one thing be... you're missing is red to be able to get a lot of those like fireball or you know like you have a lot of red that you could use there
1: Think how cool would that be would be like genesis wave
0: oh yeah
1: for x and then put a ton of things and then put a huge hydra into play well the put...
0: the one card that has gone up in uh, we talked a little bit about it was unbound flourishing from uh, modern horizons because of because that's a an enchantment that whenever you cast a permanent with um, X in it you double that value yeah. and then whenever you yeah. cast an instant or sorcery um let's see activate that contains X you copy it so you do two of it so that's why that card went kind of crazy over uh, once this card was uh, revealed.
1: Yeah, no, this card seems really cool. Um, yeah, mono green. Like, I'd, If I'm going Hydras, I want red in there because they do splash that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You could probably throw in a couple. I'm not saying that you can't because then you get two Hydras for the price of one. Um, but I, I don't know. Some, something to me speaks like. Almost all instants and sorceries of X, <laughs> just yeah. roll with that. Seems like a crazy, yeah. Because you don't need right
0: other creatures because you're making them by casting instants and sorceries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. point. I like that idea. This could be a deck that I, I, back to the. Uh, we haven't done that in a while, but something that I could pee on. I haven't peed on it yet, but I.
1: This yeah, could no, be a fun deck. It seems really cool. Yeah. You can you can pee all over it and then. Uh, <laughs> I'll just make the deck later. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, the next one we have is Souvenir Snatcher. It is a, four, or it's four and a blue for a creature, a bird creature bird. Uh, it's a four-four flying. Bird. Yeah, you know creature birds. Uh, so it's a four-four flying. Whenever this creature mutates, gain control of target non-creature artifact. Uh, its mutate cost. So this is one of the ones that are more expensive. This is five and one blue. But once you get it on there and you keep mutating it, you can keep stealing people's like soul rings or sense. Well, you probably can't take the sensei top because I'll put it on top, but this seems pretty interesting though. Five for a four, four flying that steals a non artifact creature or non creature artifact.
1: (laughs) If you are playing enough mutate cards, this does feel like something that could, kind of take over the game, but it also feels like you might get one or two cards out of it and then it's just kinda of done. The, also the nice thing and is six is a lot.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing is you don't lose like if this dies, it doesn't go back to its owner, which is kind of nice.
1: That's true. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um but like six mana to steal a non creature artifact. Yeah. Is a lot. So if you are only gonna get it triggering like once it's not good on its own it needs the whole mutate package more of them
0: yep for sure i agree next one this one i'm i'm not as big of a fan on
1: mind leecher
0: yeah
1: mind leecher five or it's four colorless black black five five nightmare uh flying whenever a creature this whenever this creature mutates exile the top card of each opponent's library face down You may look at and play those cards for as long as they remain remain exiled. God,
0: I kept reading this over and over again, and I never caught the and play. I just thought it said, you may look at those cards for as long as they remain exiled. I'm like, well, fuck. I love looking at cards. (laughs) It's just like, this is the dumbest card ever. But I totally, every time I reread it, I'm like, this isn't a good card because I missed the and
1: play. (laughs) All right. The mutate cost. Or colorless and a black and so
0: i dig this one better
1: creatures. i like this one a little is bit is this more. like a better ingest card than like any of battle for zendikar cards like you're exiling the top card of each opponent's library
0: yeah well is, it reminds me of um primal storm atali primal storm
1: isn't he doing well, the same sure. thing sure.
0: Yeah. except those you can cast for free
1: right yeah, and I think the other problem is here that it doesn't say like you, can, you whatever color you want. Right.
0: So you're screwed you if you're it. not on color. Like if it's a red card for this deck, you couldn't yeah. cast it. That's kind of
1: weird. I mean maybe you play this in a like a deck where, where you're playing other people's cards and you want City of Brass in your deck already.
0: Oh, good point. Yeah.
1: Works there, but otherwise Um, Or like a romantic lantern, style five color deck.
0: The nice thing though with this is it is play and not cast, so you can play land from other people as well.
1: Oh, that was a good catch. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I always like that. So then you 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 could get somebody that you don't have their colors, and you're like, well, now I do have your color in the next card that I exile, then I can cast it. Or maybe it is already exiled. There's one there, and you just need the land. (laughs) Boom! Now you have the land like that
1: yeah it's
0: this card went from from, (laughs) yeah this was yeah this went from i don't really like this card to i don't really like this card i
1: don't know if i really like it it's still really expensive it is um it it's at least considerable
0: and by the picture i think it should be nightmare dragon because that for sure is a fucking dragon
1: but no it's a that's a leech (laughs) A leech with wings. Mine mine or a leech. <laughs> I'm not sure which one. Uh,
0: and have you
1: ever seen a big leech? Yes. Like a, like a foot-long leech?
0: Yeah, actually. Yeah, those suckers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Pun. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: I have my joke drums, where are they? There they are. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, I need you here to be able to press things as well, because I, I, I'm missing my Lowry.
1: I also normally push push the wrong button. I know. That so. makes it
0: awesome. Beep, boop, beep. Okay, so this one, this next one, I actually do like quite a bit. Uh, Sawtusk Demolisher. It's four and two green for a beast 6-6 six, six Trampler. When this creature mutates, destroy target non-creature permanent. Its controller gets a 3-3 three, three green beast creature token. Uh, its mutate cost is three and a green. So this is pretty sweet, don't you think? I mean you're destroying a non-creature permanent. You're getting rid of something off the board. They get a beast token for it, but you're at least have a six, six here for blocking if they were to attack with it,
1: sure.
0: but you can continuously for sure. For sure. destroy non-creature permanents. That's pretty sweet.
1: That's, but, that's a nice thing here is I think this is good enough mutate cost. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. definitely a, a solid mutate cost to, uh, For this effect. And so like I don't need this in a mutate deck.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you You can just get. Because this destroys a land as well. So you get rid of those gas cradles. It it gets rid of everything but a creature.
1: What's that big elephant that destroys three non-land target.
0: Yeah. Um, Starts with a T doesn't it? Three three elephant. Yeah. Terastodon. Yeah.
1: Thank you. So this is like a smaller version. Much cheaper. And it's still a six six trample for four. And then you just put this on, like, a wood elf, right? Yeah. You're just trying to get rid of one of your, like, chump blockers that's sat around for long. And then you're just like, boom, 6-6 six, six trampler, destroy one of your things. Sure, you got a 3-3, three, three, but... It also that, taps for a green mana good. at that point. <laughs> Seems like a really good... um,
0: Yeah, I like this mutate. This is a very good mutate. very uh, okay, uh, let's see. Now we're on the next column. Where are we at? Deadly, Deadly. Rollick. Yeah. That, so this is the beginning is of these, these this cycle here, which is pretty sweet.
1: Mm-hmm. Deadly Rollick, three colorless black. If you control your, uh, a commander, it's only a commander, not your commander. Oh, good you point. May cast, you may cast the spell without paying its mana cost. Exile target creature at instant speed. What? <laughs> yeah. Instant speed. Free. You get to, like in every color has a free spell if you have a commander in play, and we'll get to those. But these are nuts. Yeah. They're really good, right? Exile, target, creature. Probably for free. But even at four, it's not awful. Mm-hmm.
0: At instant uh, it's like speed. <laughs>
1: on, it's on expected. Yep. I, I like it a lot.
0: I, I like all of these pretty much. I mean, there's some that are worse than other. I think greens is actually probably one of the worst maybe but we'll get to that but this is definitely pretty sweet Uh, All right, the next one is dredge the mire and this is three black and it's a sorcery each opponent chooses a creature card in their graveyard put those cards onto the battlefield under your control so that's pretty interesting I mean if somebody only has a good creature in the graveyard well you just get that one but I mean still it's you're at least well not at least because if they don't have creatures in the graveyard then you're not getting anything but Having them choose and you get everybody's one creature is pretty interesting.
1: Even like what's going to be the worst creature in a graveyard? Uh, is somebody going to give you a wood elves that's dead and then you go and get a forest? So maybe you're off collar. That wouldn't be, but four mana for potentially three creatures is pretty good. I wish it
0: would add yourself right? into this, but Yes, I think it's pretty good for
1: You think it would what?
0: If if you could add yourself, if it had yourself, oh, not just each opponent. Sure. Yeah, then that'd, you could be, utilize that'd be too it.
1: good because you, you set it up. Um you'd have to increase the, the mana, mana cost, cost by, yeah, by one or two. For sure. Where where do you not play it? Like if you're down to one player, then yeah, sure you play it. But if there's three players and only one creature in a graveyard, do you play it? Probably depends not. on the creature. Yeah, that's true too. No, yeah, I, I think this is a nice situational card. Like it can be a really good late game mm-hmm. you probably don't want to be running a lot of like if you're running a bunch of graveyard removal, this is probably not good for you um but again, this might be good in like those stealing other people like creatures' decks mm-hmm. so like number two is Rico deck probably wants this hey, right? two.
0: <laughs> probably oh Rico too yeah I mean this could like you just said, it could go in a lot of decks. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a stealing creature deck this late game yeah. could be pretty good. Maybe not as good because it's there were probably more creatures in the graveyard, but mid late game, this could be pretty damn. And, and the thing is, is maybe at that point, you know, you never know where you're at in the game, but somebody will give you a really good creature because somebody else is too powerful. You know what I'm saying? Out of their graveyard.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If somebody's playing out of their graveyard and doing that stuff on purpose, yeah, you're doing well. So,
0: uh, all right then we move into a pretty damn sweet mono-rock here that every one of the decks has.
1: Uh Bonders Ornament, three colorless artifact, it taps for any one mana uh or add one mana of any color and then you can pay four tap it each player who controls a permanent named Bonders Ornament draws a card.
0: That's pretty sweet, don't you think? Eh.
1: Yeah. Really? Cuz do you do you yeah, play I do mean, you play I the 3 drop
0: playing, do you play the three drop uh, mono rocks? Generally not. I
1: I'll play commander sphere.
0: Yeah, I'll play that
1: one. Um, because you? I like if I have any sort of recursion, uh, to, to bring that back. This one, I doubt anybody in our group is going to play this other than you because you seem more excited.
0: I just like the the draw factor. I mean, that's the thing about commander sphere is I do like the free sack and draw card. You know, when yeah. everybody's destroying something, but. This can be draw a card multiple times if you're not really doing anything. You don't have any, your hand. You dumped your hand
1: already. Yep, I would just say build a better deck. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm I can't do anything, so I'm just. Well, pay no, five it's just you know card, you always hit different why not, situations. Why not build a better deck?
0: Well, you always hit situations <laughs> like that. Yeah, I mean you play lands that you draw tap five. What is it? The tap five and everybody, or you draw a card. Um what is it? The just
1: one just in case I've never used it. I thought uh, you just used March it recently. Araska.
0: yeah, the one that you have to have uh ascend or whatever, or city's yeah. blessing.
1: City's blessing.
0: Yeah. So I I, I thought you recently it, just that used it. Like, no. And somebody else is playing it because I saw somebody else use No, it was totally you using it, you liar. I remember you oh, using that card. I,
1: I'm not saying that I don't play it, but I don't think I've used it. In maybe a long maybe Jeremy
0: time. had that and was using it. Somebody was using it when we had our last yeah. play group. Sure.
1: So But again, that's a land versus this. I mean did,
0: what three when it comes
1: to this case.
0: What three drop mono-rock? All color mono-rocks would you use? Like do you use in those it, as much or are you just sure. trying to stay with two?
1: I tend to only stick with two, but Commander Sphere is a real card. Like I yep. I do that. Um man, that's that's probably about it. Like, so I don't play one power
0: stone. Would this sit at the uh, hey, number, two. number two position for three drop mono rocks, or where, where would this sit for you in three drop mono rocks?
1: Like, how about this? Like, if I'm in an untapping artifact deck, I'd probably consider this. So, like, if you're running Unwinding Clock or Tezzeret, the Seeker, uh, and no, uh, like, Voltaic Key something that untaps all your artifacts and being able to get multiple triggers out of this throughout turns. Sure. I would totally use this for that. So
0: I guess what my thought on it is what if people are playing this more and you're drawing cards without even to, having to use the tap for ability? Cause you just have to have this in play. If somebody else does it for themselves, you're fine with your, you know, like you said, you build a better deck, you have enough cards in your hand, whatever. Well, somebody else can tap and do the same thing. You just have to have it in play and you get the benefit as well. So I think what they're trying to do is make this more of like your, which is in this deck as well, arcane signet that everybody's going to put it in their deck. I think that they were hoping that, you know, by adding the one mana instead of being a two drop, a three drop, but giving that draw ability. And if everybody has it, I think the, the idea is really good. It just depends on if it catches on. And That's what There's I was trying to say. What Thing
1: three... though, like remember that goblin that takes people's artifacts. The one they tap it. Yeah. Uh, um,
0: oh, I can't. We just I play with that when one. When
1: that. Um. It has the soul ring in his hands. Yeah. Yeah. He's stealing the the soul ring. But besides, it's from the Commander product from two years ago at this point. But it when that comes down, people just stop using their artifacts, like mana rocks, and they just do everything they possibly can to not use those. And so if somebody else has one of these out. They will do everything in their ch- way to not have other people draw cards for free, unless you're both going. Hey, if I draw a card and have you draw a card, are you willing to let me draw a card for free as well? So, like, maybe there's that political part of it. Mm-hmm. But if if I was playing it and somebody else played theirs, it would almost stop me pretty much from paying that much for me and an opponent to draw a card.
0: You wouldn't pay, That's pay that. How you're I
1: would saying? look at it, if somebody else had it, I would not pay that draw spell at all.
0: Yeah. You 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 like to swindle deals, I can see you actually.
1: I try, but they backfire.
0: Yeah, that's insane. You you I can see you trying to do it. I'm trying to find that goblin. (laughs) Bug is bugging me that we can't remember his name because we've talked about him so much.
1: I mean, so so situationally, how do you do this? Go kind of like, how about if you want to draw a card, that's cool. Uh, I'll draw a card, and I won't attack you for the next turn. Like, do you do do that deal? You know what ends up always
0: happening in situations like that? It's more of, hey, I'm helping you out. I'm going to have you draw because I need to draw a card, you know. And (laughs) if you don't attack me, it'd be nice. But I don't know. I normally don't try to run deals. I very rarely do that. So I don't know. I think that.
1: (laughs) Well, you do a really good job of not putting a target on your back. (laughs) Because I don't try to run deals. (laughs) I, on the other hand. Yeah, I run deals, and then it just like, no, Larry, you will not get this deal. Treasure, and treasure Naber nabber is the
0: the goblin, by the way.
1: Treasure Naber. yeah, perfect. Thank you. Yeah,
0: took me a little bit.
1: You got the next cool.
0: Oh shit! Now I got to go. I find think the, the next card. one's cool.
1: Oh god,
0: dang it! I got to get back to it because <laughs> I was too busy looking for. All <laughs> uh, right, so we are okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Escape mon escape refractor. refractor three for or three colorless. It's an artifact. Uh, it enters the battlefield tapped. Ma- uh, Manescape Reflector has all activated a- refractor. Sorry, uh, has all activated abilities of all lands on the battlefield.
1: What <laughs> seems interesting?
0: <laughs> you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to pay the activation costs of Manescape Reflector's refractors abilities. So it's saying anything that isn't a mana ability, right? Yes. Okay. So you're you're not getting the Gaea's Cradle because that <laughs> no, but no, that would have been sweet. But anything else, so like, you know, how we talk about using your your lands as another card, we do that a so lot. So just like
1: doing like a a Morland Hunt, which is like white blue tap, exile a creature from your graveyard, put a one one into play. You get to do that, and then you can pay blue, white, colorless tap, man escape refractor, exile creature, get a one-one flying spirit into play. Like that's really cool. Yeah. I, I like that. If if you're planning on using abilities for your lands, I think this is this is great. Other than that, comes into play tapped. That's a little rough.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but think of that. All lands on the battlefield, and if it's in our play group, whoo. We have so many uh, just between me and you playing how many things with abilities on our activated abilities on our lands. Mm -hmm. That's your, that this thing's going to be, can do anything, you know?
1: So does this, this normally is going to be the tap this object part. Right. So it's like, you know, that's the, it's pay a blue, white tap this. And then the ability happens because I'm looking at it and it's, it's a little, it doesn't tap for mana. Right. Yeah. So that, that's a little bit of a bummer.
0: That isn't part um, of your mono rock.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit of a drawback there. Yeah. That's probably better anyway. I don't, I don't know. I, cause it's not a land, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not a rock. So this fits in yeah. more of kind of like your Mirage Mirror in a way. Um, I, I would play Mirage Mirror over this still, but mm-hmm. it has that same kind of thing where it's, you don't know what it's going to, you know, it, it's going to copy everything that's on the board, but who, what is everybody playing? You can't really mm-hmm. plan for it. It's just more of, and that, that's what I'm curious about. We have to maybe look at our Montasaurs see what, what stuff has activated abilities, you know? anything yeah, off could, the top of my head. There's a lot of them where it's with the black one that makes, what was it legendary creature unblockable? That could be useful. You like to use the um, the ones that, like the one that gives you Vigilance and Lifelink. You know those lands? The ones that are from like or
1: the Archangel? Yeah, yeah, I like the Avison restored, restored stuff. Um, uh, utility lands. I do like those. Yeah, so th-
0: I think we do play with the Quite a few of them, and if you play with man lands, then this could turn into a man land in a way.
1: Sure, yeah, that's a that's a good point. Are are there any activated ability uh, abilities on lands where you don't have to tap the land?
0: Well, I mean the man lands yeah. right there, you don't have to tap the sure. land. Sure,
1: but like I was thinking more of like multiple triggers off of paying a bunch of mana. Well, I don't think so. Most of the time, you gotta tap a land.
0: We'll we'll probably get um some messages showing us which ones they are <laughs> now that we asked it yeah, they are pretty cool
1: but they're probably bad so. <laughs> so
0: we won't even we won't even look at it cuz it's probably, probably really luck. bad
1: it's a good idea but it's impractical i
0: guess this you could fit in more of a you could take advantage by playing a lot of lands that have cool abilities activated abilities so this gives you a second chance of using those abilities twice in a turn instead of just once. So that's yeah. how you could take advantage of it. I don't know how often you use this in just a regular deck. Like, like I said, I try to throw Mirage mirror in as much as I can. Uh, this, I don't know if I just go, all right, I'm going to throw this in there. I don't know if there's enough. If it, if, if it did tap for a mana, then maybe I would do it, but mm. because you can't yeah, use mana ability. Much
1: more rather have it like, cause like right now I'm sitting there thinking about like, how many times do I actually activate the ability of a land? I I throw that in for when I need to use it, not to use them. They're Mm -hmm. like a nice extra bonus in your land base. And here I'm like paying mana to do that. And maybe I'm only doing that once or twice a game anyway. So it'd almost be like, am I doing this in the deck more than once and you you want to be the one enabling it you don't want to worry about you don't want to count on what other people are doing either
0: yeah arcane lighthouse would be something you could use a little bit with it well here's a question i don't know if this will work because it's not this but fetch lands it couldn't do that right i mean that's an activated ability but you're sacrificing that fetch land and this is not that fetch land so you can't sacrifice oh, you'd be able to do that you think so Pay
1: one yeah, life? I think so. Pay one,
0: let's, let's, that's...
1: It's a good point.
0: I want to pull one up.
1: Because it's an activated ability that's not mana. That's how I would say.
0: But what I was curious about was that it says sacrifice Bloodstained Mirror, search your library. You're paying one life to sacrifice Bloodstained Mirror, but this isn't Bloodstained Mirror, so could you really sacrifice it? You know what I'm saying? part of its ability is paying one life, sacrifice that card, search your library. It isn't saying sacrifice a card called that. So could you really even do that? Oh, questions that need answers. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. Number two, I'm waiting for your text.
1: (laughs) Can't listen to that right now. (laughs) All right. Let's move on. Maybe not. Uh, not. I don't know
0: (laughs) it's funny is. I'm glad that you, we had that other segment we were going to do and we're almost at an hour right now and <laughs> we haven't even gone through one deck. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, that's trouble. Uh, let's Is talk about, one, let's move with Buckle these up.
0: next three pretty quick. Cause they're the new goading thing, which let's just move talk about all three of them here. Good question. No. What was
1: that? Uh, I was looking up the wording too, and you might be right there.
0: With blood same mirror, like the fetching you're talking yeah. about.
1: Okay. Parasitic impetus, uh, two colorless black. It's an aura, enchant creature. Enchant creature gets plus two plus two and is goaded. Whenever enchanted creature attacks, it's control. Oh, Ooh, burp. <laughs> whenever en- cut it enchanted yeah. creature attacks, its controller it loses two life and you gain two life i dig that.
0: Yeah. And then you got the blue one, uh, which is psychic psychic impetus. And that's two in a blue uh, enchanted creature gets two plus two and goaded. Whenever enchanted creature attacks, you scry two. I like that. I think even better than the black one.
1: Well, I think they go, they go in different decks, right?
0: Well, they're in the same uh, deck here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but- predatory impetus for colorless green aura enchanted creature gets plus three plus three must be blocked if able and is goaded
0: this one I, I see why it's more expensive it's kind of interesting it adds like that person whoever they're attacking has to block it so that's oh they can't just let that sucker growth roll through so then we have the other ones too we'll get to those is there anything uh, else I, from this?
1: i agree with you i like the psychic impetus
0: yeah scrying to every I time just
1: toss this high. You, yeah, you you toss these on a creature that is hard to block, or really big, mm-hmm. and it's forcing them to attack your opponents. Yeah, I, I I can dig them quite a bit. Yeah, like the practical or parasitic impetus, it you know goes right into that drain and gain stuff that we talked about with uh, Kakusho, and it's every upkeep. Again, you don't want to lose the auras after just one. You want them to trigger a bunch. Yeah. So,
0: I'm going to pull up the other ones really quick so we can just keep those all in the same. But uh, what is it? Marital Martial Impetus is the white one. It's two and white. Uh, Enchanted creature gets one plus one and is goaded. Whenever enchanted creature attacks, each other creature that's attacking one of your opponents gets one plus one until end of turn. Cool.
1: Yeah. The green one so far is like the worst.
0: And then you got shiny impetus and that is two and a red for a two, two goaded or gives two plus two and it's goaded. Uh, whenever enchanted creature attacks create a treasure token. So I put this on the line with the, the blue one. So this one reminds me of the, what is it? That uh curse in a way.
1: Oh, curse of opulence.
0: Yeah. You get a treasure um, token. You can get more with the is... Curse of Opulence, but you're putting this on a big creature or putting it on something that's, like you said, hard to kill, and you're getting a treasure token every single turn.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I can see the red one and the white one going in like a Gahiji deck. Oh yeah, and because they have to attack somebody else, and then they get the plus two, plus zero, plus whatever effect is happening with this these impetuses. That seems pretty cool. I like that a lot.
0: Uh, So really quick with that deck that we looked at, how do you feel about the mutate stuff?
1: Um, Mutate seems interesting, but it also, like, in this deck specifically, they don't have, like... It doesn't seem like there's any uh, creatures with hexproof or, like, protection. So getting two for one is going to be feeling pretty bad.
0: Yeah. I think as they... We talked about this on the uh, when we did the live stuff, but I think as they keep adding, if they keep this mutate going, the more and more stuff you add, the more and more tools you get here, the better. You know, we didn't talk about all the mutate stuff because some of this stuff is actually in the Icoria set, so we didn't kind of go over that stuff. So there's a lot more new stuff, but it's in the set itself. Uh, I think there's quite a bit in here, which is really nice. So it, this could be very interesting.
1: I think. I don't think they're ever going to do mutate again until a couple of years from now, at least. So, you know, there's not going to be a second set coming of mutate.
0: Yeah.
1: It does seem like they have a lot in there for mutate. Mm -hmm. So, um, there might be enough for like a cool fun deck, Um, but it's basically going to be
0: like, use all the mutate cards and that's your deck. (laughs) Might be. All right, should we move on to the next deck? Because we got one deck down and we're an hour into this. Um,
1: Symbiotic Swarm. Let's not complain. Let's just revel in this awesomeness.
0: Is it me? Uh, No, it's
1: you. Yes. Let's go with you. You get this one
0: uh no i just read all the other the
1: uh matter. I, I read the top commander the <laughs> you're making
0: one. me read it's because you can't read it because it's too far it's too too many words too small words. <laughs>
1: there's a ton of words on there i can do it uh, uh cathro aspect warper two colorless white black green uh it's a three three legendary creature nightmare insect um when cathro aspect warper enters the battlefield put a flying counter on any creature you control if a creature card in your graveyard has flying repeat this process for first strike double strike death touch hexproof, indestructible lifelink menace reach trample and vigilance then put a 1-1 counter on catheter for each counter put on a creature this way
0: crazy the only thing so you're missing is on. haste out of this but
1: They did that on purpose.
0: (laughs) One shot kill. You
1: would just just have him go plus one, plus one a ton of times, give him the haste token, and then.
0: Well, you give him everything, you know? (laughs) You you do that too. You give him the first strike, double strike, death, or why would you give him first strike, double strike? But you give him double strike, death touch, hexproof, (laughs) indestructible, lifeling. Yeah.
1: And we talked about this on Discord, but there's Last Strike too, and I feel like he should be able to get Last Strike. (laughs) Strike and
0: double strike. Triple strike. Yeah. Triple strike. This is so this is pretty much, I'm guessing what this deck is gonna be is just filling your graveyard up with a bunch of different things with different abilities. So and here's the new new thing, um, is adding counters for the abilities instead of you know, up until this point, the way your creature had things was it had an aura or an equipment that gave that to them. Uh, but now they're making it so you can put counters on your creatures. So that's kind of the mutate part is your creature mutates into this thing. It gets it as a little counter. So they're going to be providing these counters to be able to put on your creatures, which I, I like that idea a lot.
1: I, I think it's a, it's a really cool card. I like that. It's a good way to represent it. Like there's a card called soul flare that just like, it gains all these abilities or Rami, that just gains these abilities and you're like, what does it have again? And so now we at least can put
0: counters on them.
1: These tokens on them. To yeah. Yeah. These, these counters, but for those other ones that don't technically get the to- like the counters on them, you could still have that there to represent what they get for sure. So that's kind of nice. That it can be used in different ways,
0: but they do doubling season. will work with this because we will come across cards that make it so you can move these counters from creature to creature. So the having more than one life link counter on a creature does matter and will matter with cards we get to here.
1: Again, yeah.
0: Okay. Um next card is cartographer's hawk. Uh one in a color or colorless and a white it is a bird, 2/1 flying. When it deals combat damage to a player who controls more lands than you, return it to its owner's hand. If you do, you may search your library for a planes card, not a basic, but a planes card, put it on the battlefield, tapped, then shuffle your library. Pretty sweet. I dig this card a lot. I like white being able to go grab stuff like that. And I like that it's not just a basic planes, it's any planes.
1: Yeah, this is going, yeah, you, you hit a lot of really good points, and this is going straight into my uh, God Eternal Oketra deck uh, that yeah. wants me to cast more creatures. Yeah. So returning it back to my hand and cast also it. ramping, <laughs> yeah. hopefully, and then being able to recast it to create a 4-4 Vigilance seems pretty good, Yeah. right?
0: Uh, I mean, it's, does this go in almost every white deck?
1: kind of feels like Uh, there's
0: no green. I mean, this one does have green, but still.
1: Yeah. That's somebody I did see somebody on Twitter pointed out going, I hate that this card is in this specific commander deck because there's green and black and there's enough. Yeah. Mana ramp in there. Like, why isn't this in the black, red, white one that has the worst type of ramp? Like this should just be in that deck. Right. For sure. Yeah green deck. Would you put this in there? Probably not. If I was in a, an Amardu deck, red, red, black, green, uh, white. Yeah, probably. I can yeah. see this. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, next one is a partner,
1: another partner commander, uh, Nikara layer scavenger, uh, two colorless black two, two legendary creature, human cleric partners with Yannick scavenging sentinel. Uh, so this two, two has a menace, and whenever another creature you control leaves the battlefield, if it had one or more counters on it, you draw a card and you lose one life.
0: And then its counterpart. Let me try to find that. Yeah. Uh, like this
1: one specifically on its own. I'm like bored. Like yeah. it's bad. Right. Because
0: yeah, it needs the counters on it.
1: Not very good. Yeah. I mean, there's there's just better cards that don't need the counters or the specifics. It's right. just like a creature dies.
0: Right. Any of the,
1: I guess this could be a, a token, which would be nice. Most of those say non-token creature.
0: Yeah, but you have to get a counter on uh, them,
1: on the token. But you can just maybe there you're putting one one counters, yeah, on all of your creatures at a time. So, uh,
0: but what it works with is Yannick Scavenging Sentinel, which is two green and a white three three hyena beast uh, partner with what the one we just talked about vigil. It has vigilance. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, exile another creature you control until Yannick leaves the battlefield. When you do, distribute X-1-1 one one counters among any number of target creatures where X is the exiled creature po- creature's power. So that's how you get the counters.
1: Yeah, so it's an enabler with it. Still not like
0: an amazing pair. I can see them working together, of course, but it's like, all right, sweet.
1: <laughs> yeah, it it looks like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Four into four. Yeah, is the Nakira, neutral leaves the battlefield. Okay, maybe that's a little bit different. Leaving the battlefield is different than dying. Right. Oh, for um, a second
0: there, before. You read that it had a counter on it. I was like, oh, this is another Eureka card because leaving the battlefield, but it has to have a counter on it for me to draw a card. Yeah,
1: you don't have anything that really has the counters no. on there. But um, that does that does change the perspective a little bit. Uh, I still think this is a bit of work. and mm-hmm. am not going to say it's bad, but I don't know if I'm going to work that hard. Yeah. I'm lazy.
0: All right, our next card, we're going back up a little daring bit.
1: Daring Fiend Bonder, Yep. three colorless black. It's a 5-1 human warlock. It has haste. Daring Fiend Bonder attacks each combat if able, and then you can pay a colorless and a black for an uh, exile Daring Fiend Bonder uh, from your graveyard. Put an indestructible counter on target creature. Activate this ability only at sorcery speed.
0: Uh, I wish it wasn't sorcery speed. It'd be a lot sweeter, but it's... Still, Combat trick, still interesting. uh It's really you're trying to get them in your graveyard and then give something else indestructible.
1: Sure, five, but I one. mean, like, I would, I would probably end up blocking a five-one haste. Mm-hmm. Haste is big too. Mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting. I like that. I like that. What I, is he holding again, in his look.
0: hand? Is it must be a fiend? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it's a nightmare kitty. I'm gonna get, <laughs> there seems to be a lot of kitties around. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, this seems pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know how much yeah, I'll play it, but...
1: I, I could see myself fitting this into... Um, you're one dude um, that that, uh, who, 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 who,
0: who. that you play from your graveyard. One of each kind of permanent from your graveyard. What's his name?
1: Oh, well, no, no, no. I wouldn't want to do that there. You're Modrotha? No, yeah, because... Because you have to exile exiling this, this guy. Yeah. yeah. So you want to... I would want to put this in... What's the Thran Physician? Yogmoth? Yogmoth? Thran Physician? So I could get this in 5-1. If they don't block, I can just sacrifice it and then pay to make Yogmoth indestructible, and that seems good. Yeah. I would be super happy with that. Yeah, it's almost like a spell in a way. It's it's like 5 damage or kill a creature if they block.
0: Or or, you draw...
1: or five damage to the face, yeah. or indestructible for one of your creatures. Mm-hmm. That that all seems good. I'm I'm happy with that card.
0: Uh, the next one I think is pretty freaking interesting. Slippery bonder So it's the sir- Slippery Boggle dude, uh, but it's just a green instead of green blue. So he's a three and a green three three flash. Or he's a, it's a human druid, so it's not actually the the slippery boggle slippery dude um, has flash hex proof. When it enters the battlefield, put a hex proof counter on target creature, then move any number of counters from among creatures you control onto that creature. So you can just stockpile one creature with all those counters. Seems pretty interesting. I like that it's flash and has hex proof. And at the very least is giving another creature hex proof.
1: Uh, yeah. That's pretty protection cool. spell right there. And then you—that's what you're saying, like moving around those counters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it'd be nice like, if you could choose what plus you plus how one many you want.
0: Yeah, that's a good point too. All one one counters, all go to that too. Oh wait, no, so it says
1: going to kill your big thing, and then you're like, well, flash in slippery bog bonder, put it over onto this creature, which also has hexproof, and remove all of those counters on that creature onto another creature that that seems really cool
0: and you know what uh i misread it in the beginning i was always thinking that it was just you had to move all the counters onto them but it's saying any number so you get to choose what counters you want so that's that that's even better than i was originally thinking
1: so yeah it doesn't have to be all of the counters you control just but it can be too yeah that that can be another thing Mm -hmm. so
0: All right, we have uh, another commander that could be your commander in this set here.
1: I am Luminous Enigma, uh, colorless, white, black, green, 3-3. It's a legendary creature, Nightmare Beast. Each other creature you control enters the battlefield with an additional Vigilance counter on it. Seems weird. Uh, Three colorless ability, remove three counters from among creatures you control. Put the top three cards of your library into the graveyard, then return a permanent card with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. among creatures you, From among creatures you control. Mm-hmm. With an additional... So,
0: it says with an additional would... Vigilance counter. So, if it isn't coming in with any Vigilance counter, it still gets a Vigilance counter on it,
1: right? I believe so, yeah. yeah. So, I would think that it's giving all of your creatures... Essentially vigilance. Okay. Yeah,
0: because for a second when there is like, does it have to be getting vigilance first? And then it's like, well, then what's the point of that? <laughs> you don't have in two, but there, yeah.
1: there aren't enough cards that would uh yeah, no, so it's a, it. yeah, additional. So it's at least and then it removing one. three counters, you mill three, and then you can return a permanent mana cost three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. So it's like self mill, also returning stuff. It's already it kind of all plays into itself. Might be m- enough.
0: It Seems Four. cool. Yeah. Seems like you can make an interesting deck with it.
1: This seems like yeah. a Lowry
0: deck right here.
1: Well, I mean, you you would really want to be highly card from the graveyard to the.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't have to be the card well, that I mean, went you, to the graveyard. You
1: could return a land, right? A permanent card. Yeah, for, for sure. It costs three or less. Yeah. I mean, that'd be the worst case scenario, right?
0: Yeah, unless your are monoscrewed, then it's best but, case right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this I'll could be interesting. It yeah, it, it it has your name written all over it, so it makes me feel like I should play it because then I just step out of my comfort zone a little bit there.
1: Hey, you can you can definitely build with that. We're not going to be able to get our hands on this for a couple months. While well, yeah, it's a good point going around. You're
0: gonna have to play. It. Oh, no, you can't even play it on Arena. Wah, wah. Well, you can't because it's
1: commendable. Yeah,
0: exactly. So uh, we're not going to be able to play it in person for, all right, let's not go down that road. Let's not get depressed. (laughs) All right. uh, Next one is Vitality Hunter. Three and a white nightmare, three, four lifelink, monstrosity X. So it's white, white X. When it becomes monstrous, put a lifelink counter on each of up to X target creatures. I like that. You like that?
1: I like that. So it still gets the counters on it. Mm-hmm. And then you also get to put a bunch of lifelink counters on X target creatures. And you already have Life link on that. Yeah. I like the idea of monstrous X. So it's not too expensive, not too cheap. It's kind of whatever you want it to be mm-hmm. I like that. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Probably. I mean, it, it goes in a Life link deck for sure. Yeah. Maybe Nightmare Tribal, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are getting a lot of nightmares here.
1: There is. Yeah. Scary nights. Avenging Hunt Bonder. Three colorless white white. Three three double strike. Whenever Avenging Hunt Bonder attacks, put a double strike counter on another target attacking creature.
0: I like that oh, a lot. Like that. Every time you're putting yeah. in a double strike counter on something, that's pretty sweet.
1: That seems really cool. I like that. Yeah. Cuz there there are those cards that like whenever this attacks maybe another one gets double strike or you know and it's just like until on a turn but yeah. like keeping
0: the counter on there is pretty totally, awesome
1: 5 man 5 mana might be a little much but a 3 3 double striker for 5 is not awful no. and then giving other creatures for sure. double strike is sweet.
0: All right, the uh the next one is our next uh green like freebie. Card. This one's green, which is the one I I think I don't like the most. But it's a uh, two and a green. Oh, obscuring haze is what it's called. Two and a green instant. If you control your commander, uh, control a commander. It was a good point that Larry pointed that out. You may cast this spell without paying its monocost Prevent all damage that would be dealt this turn by creatures your opponents control. So yours still deal the damage. So it's a better a better fog.
1: Oh, for sure. That's a really good point. Yeah. Prevent all damage that would be dealt this turn by creatures your opponents control. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so that that makes it a little bit um, better. Um, oh, I would I would run this for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, like that. That's not even doesn't even have to go into like a fog themed deck where you just need right. that extra fog. Like this is the cool thing about
0: one. The cool thing about all this, like these freebies, like that, is. I like that they're doing this because it, it makes it so it is a question for people. Like if they tap themselves all out, you know, we're adding, we're having more and more of these, like, you know, you had uh for modern horizons, the counter spell one, what's his name? Um, oh,
1: I- Pact of force of negation. Yeah.
0: So you're having more of these where it's like, you know, normally when you look at the board you're like, all right, everybody's tapped out now I can do my win con and I'm going to do this and that. And now it's like, you actually have to think twice, like there's freebies out there and they keep making more and more of them. And I, I kind of dig that, that you don't have to feel so bad if you're tapping out just to get your commander out, you have possible responses to, and what we get, I think I like whites a lot cause it reminds me of uh heroic intervention, but that's what I like about that one. Is I,
1: I think the problem that I have with this kind of thing is, like, I like these and I like what they've done, but if they continue to do this, you're then, just going to be playing free spells yeah. eventually. Like, you don't want magic to be like free, <laughs> unrestricted free spells. Yeah, that that seems like a bad idea.
0: Yeah, because there is. I will say there is this comfort. I don't know if you get this, but when you look at the board and it's your turn and everybody's tapped out, you're like. All right, now I can play whatever I want. I don't have to be strategic about who's going to counter this or who's going to interrupt me here. But then by adding this, it's still like, oh, maybe it still does get countered shit.
1: <laughs> I'm not worried about anything you guys do. So. Oh, <laughs> oh good for you.
0: <laughs> All right, why don't you read the next
1: one? You got to cut up that, uh, that bit I had earlier and just like, Build better decks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is a good point. If the quality is good, it's just our quality for internet isn't that good. So if you set it and it was good quality, I'm going to do that totally. That's a good idea.
1: <laughs> uh, selective adaptation for colorless green, green, sorcery. Reveal the top seven cards of your library. Choose from among them a card with flying, a card with first strike, and so on for double strike, death touch. <laughs> Haste, they got bored of it. <laughs> like, yeah, and so on for double strike. That is funny. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Back that up. That is funny that they went <laughs> flying a card with first strike, and so on. You think they would stop there? But then they went for double. Like then they kept going.
1: <laughs> I want to keep on repeating like uh, from among cards with flying a card with first strike. Like they could have yeah. said like a card for double strike a card for Death touch that would have been stupid yeah so i mean like but it just feels like they're like yeah okay you get it let's just do this <laughs> double strike death touch haste hexproof indestructible lifelink venice reach <laughs> venice menace reach, yeah i was trans- wondering
0: i thought it was a glitch i was like oh maybe a glitch there and it just sounded like he was <laughs> talking about deer meat <laughs> oh, oh Venice that's venison good. that's uh, venison uh, you're talking about.
1: <laughs> put them into the battlefield and uh and other chosen cards into the, your hand and the rest into your graveyard hold on put one of the chosen cards oh, into your wow. battlefield and then the other chosen cards into your hand The rest into your graveyard
0: that's pretty insane part- <laughs>
1: Put one of them chosen cards you get into to your choose battlefield. One the other your, chosen yeah. cards into your hand. Oh, and then anything not chosen goes into the graveyard.
0: Okay. So out of all those, you get to choose one to go into play. And then if they ha- if any of those others fit in there, like it has first strike or double strike it's or whatever, into goes into your hand. And then everything else graveyard. Yes, That's kind of crazy. Reasons. That is pretty crazy.
1: <laughs> I like that. I mean that could be a really good card advantage, but six mana is a lot.
0: Yeah, but for seven cards, looking at the top seven and having one of those go directly into play.
1: Sure. I mean, like I think the odds are this. I don't think this is as good as Rishgar's expertise.
0: What is that one?
1: Um, that's it's same mana cost, sorcery, and then you get to um, draw. Cards for the highest power you control, and then you can put one card from your hand into play of five mana or less.
0: I don't know because this gives you, like you said, card advantage. Though if you hit any of the other ones, I mean, you're getting those into your hand too. Instead of Rishkar's is just one card in, you know,
1: that's from your hand too. So like this, you you could hit a lot bigger, but you can not get anything. Mm -hmm. right seven cards pretty deep so more than likely you're going to get one but i also don't play cards that like allow me to cheat cards into play from you know the top six or seven or whatever there's a couple others um i don't play those i I think the odds aren't really for you so with all these abilities like maybe but I, I don't see you. You might be able to put one into play, one into your hand. That's that's how I see it. You might get two, and with Rish cards, you're going to be able to draw probably four or five cards. And it depends if you're play.
0: creature heavy. If you're creature heavy, then you could probably hit more. Sure. Yeah.
1: Like, but I wouldn't run this in my uh, Nikiya deck. You know, I don't have enough of these keywords to really make it yeah. work. Well, uh, I'm all the, the only thing that landed. really
0: really matters is. Trample because then you hit your crater of behemoth,
1: and then you just cheat one card into play.
0: Crater have right into play, and then you win yeah. the game. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I can't, I can't play this card in Nixia, but I was just making it a point. Like you got to be playing a lot of these uh, different abilities yeah. too.
0: But it's hitting a lot of them. I mean, you're almost hitting every single True. thing that there is.
1: Mm, we're just missing. My last strike?
0: We're just missing a, a rampage. And banding. <laughs> Where's our banding? That's what we really need. <laughs>
1: is that a thing? Uh, it's not a thing. It was a you know, thing. Uh, Why is it amazing on there? i uh, oh. get Tafir's protection. There you go.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next card is Netherborn, neither Netherborn altar. One black, and this is an artifact. You can tap it to put a soul counter on Netherborn. Uh, put your commander into your hand from the command zone, then you lose three life for each time or each soul counter that is on it. That's kind of interesting. It's making it so that if your commander's died a shit ton, Lowry would like this card a lot because yours tends to die a lot because you're targeted. (laughs) But I think think they're giving a a big enough tax of three life that it isn't just like, oh yeah, I'm just going to put this in my hand. You know, it's like oh, okay, three life, that's fine the first time. And the next time it's, okay, six life. All right, that's, that's starting to get up there. Next time's, not, you know, like, it, it increases quite a bit.
1: In certain decks, I would much prefer to do the three life rather than two mana, you know, commander yeah, tax.
0: For sure. That's why it, it, it yeah. makes you make a choice with it, you know? Like, in the beginning, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but if your commander dies a lot, you know, and you're getting late game, I mean...
1: That can get. This better. doesn't go in every black deck. No, you know, but I think it's a good choice to consider in certain decks. And one thing that I saw on Twitter was a, uh, Phage the Untouchable or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's if you didn't cast this legendary creature from your hand, you lose the game. So like people like running that as a commander, and then you have like Command Beacon in your lands. That's really the only get way you get to play Phage. And this actually just gives you that extra Puts thing. So hand. they're probably yeah. there's still not enough that does it, but
0: I would say this this goes in your higher casting cost commanders, possibly, because you can then not have you know, because it costs a lot more to bring it out into play. You'd much rather, like you said, take the three life than keep adding on to that cost. You know, when you're getting to, even this commander that for this set five, I mean, you start getting five, six, seven range that gets to be high. So if it dies one or two times, that's a little spending to get that thing back out.
1: And, and maybe this is a card that you use when you have like a higher, um, like a way to cheat creatures out from your hand. Mm-hmm. Or if you're a re- a reanimation style deck, but your, your commander's really high casting costs, like. You, you know, get it into your hand, discard it in your graveyard and then reanimate it back into play. Or you have like an El- Elvish Piper and then you get it into your hand, Elvish Piper into play. That could be kind of, you know, maybe just a little cheat thing, making sure you can play stuff from your hand.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So we have uh, the last card in this deck is Nesting Grounds. Uh, this is a land. Taps for one colorless, or you can tap one and tap it. Move a counter from target permanent you control onto another target permanent. Activate this ability, only time you can cast a sorcery. So it will stay whatever per, whatever counter you're moving stays that counter. So you can move your, if you have double death touch on somebody, you can move the death touch over to the other one. You got to remember with Planeswalkers don't have counters, per se. So it's not moving a plane. Like you can't move a counter onto a planeswalker Cause it doesn't have counters. It's a, what is it called? I mean, it's, it's not go- going off a plane or counters, right?
1: I mean, doubling season doubles all counters. Oh, that's token. a good point. Cause maybe it's a loyalty token. Well, I don't know. I think it's a loyalty counter.
0: So you move a loyalty counter onto your creature and it does nothing except it's loyal.
1: Uh, from target permanent you control onto another target permanent so maybe i mean you could do a loyalty counter from a planeswalker to a to creature a planeswalker but planeswalker, to to a planeswalker planeswalker yeah you can definitely yeah. do planes like when i say definitely i mean maybe <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is all new for us here new <laughs> it's funny because we did this one on or they didn't do this one but we were when we I know we keep mentioning the discord when we did the live thing, but we had talked about, man, there just need to be, is there a card out there that moves counters? And the only thing we could really come up with that made sense or was close to what we were talking about was giant fan, which is from like unhinged,
1: (laughs) Unhinged, yeah. which
0: is pretty much this exact card, except for what that did is if it moved a counter that didn't like equal what it was moving over to, it just turned it into a one plus one counter. Made more sense than this stupid card. No, I'm just kidding. This is actually pretty sweet. I like that you can be really cool. I I like it. I think
1: think the whole deck seems really cool. I like the idea of ability counters Mm -hmm. because it just makes things more clear for other past cards. Not a lot of them, but um, I I think it's a really kind of cool idea because you can even put those counters on cards that gain that ability for that turn and then just take them off. So then people can, like, oh, that has trample right now. Yeah. And if you have a bunch of them and you're like, Crater Hook Behemoth, trample counters everywhere, like, you'll probably already get it, but.
0: <laughs> trample counters everywhere. You get one yeah, and you get one and you get one. Let, me, me, get let one.
1: me put those counters down.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, these first two decks, I both of them I really like. Um, I can see building. I just love how many legendaries I'm, we have. I'm like actually, I
1: actually. I know that I was hesitant about having things tied in with the standard set but i think oh, they did a really good job Lowry's so far. coming that
0: around Lowry's coming around
1: when i'm not worried like i think this these are really cool decks so far
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and so i think so far they've done a pretty good job
0: see we balance each other out i'm Next. the i'm the uh I'm really excited for this and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, man, I just, this doesn't sound good. This is just going to be bad. And then it's just, you know, we balance it. Right.
1: I, I go into it knowing like, Hey, can it get worse than I think it could be? <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, almost always better. So,
0: so we did uh an on air production meeting and what this is going to be cut into is two. So this is part one because we talked a lot part two is going to be three decks but we'll go kind of quick because we've talked about a lot of the cards i didn't say a lot but a a handful of the cards are repeats like the uh the artifacts the ones that we talked about earlier so we're going to kind of cut this one short not short (laughs) yeah we're cutting this one short at an hour and a half
1: it's shorter than it could have been (laughs)
0: right this could have been a three hour thing. So, but it, I, I like the discussion we're having I think with all of People
1: are clamoring for that. Let's just go to the three hours. Let's do this, man. Yeah,
0: right. Let's break the record, man. <laughs> I mean, we're all on quarantine, anyways. What else are we going to do? You got a podcast to listen to. So,
1: yeah, there's plenty of people that I'm sure are baiting right now.
0: So, <laughs> we had to get a masturbation reference at one point in here. Good don't, job, I don't Larry. I think we said
1: dick one time. No, like I it felt <laughs> weird. I don't know if I'm okay with this.
0: <laughs> what felt weird? I don't know what we're talking about. All right. So we're gonna cut this one off here and then we're gonna probably do later in the week. There might be another episode later this week. So uh then we're gonna do the next three decks right after that. Um
1: uh, like a circumcision.
0: <laughs> we don't know what that's like Larry.
1: I know. <laughs> it's so weird
0: wizard sleeves or anteaters
1: you be wizards you should hire us <laughs> we have our we own totally wizard sleeves.
0: You. you don't need to give us a wizard sleeve because we have one that didn't make any sense <laughs> Cool story. Adam. there we go cool story alright uh, we will catch you guys on part two
1: well, thanks for listening
0: see ya bye see ya